everybody, and welcome to episode 21 of Games My Mom Found. I am Mike Elberton, and who are the clone soldiers with me tonight? Uh, clone soldier Stefan JD reporting for duty. RC1138, Stuart Hughes. <laughs> and, and guest. Special... And uh, Commander Morgan Vandermeer. Hey, welcome How to do you the know podcast. Rex? Yeah, Commander good friends. Good friends. Commander Guest. Commander Guest. Commander Guest works for That's a great, that'd be a great handle. (laughs) Oh, and before we get too far, I want to give a shout out to another podcast called The Unboxing Story. John and Melissa unpack their feels about fringe fiction, comparing and contrasting modern commercial fiction with cult classics. They recently just did an episode about C.S. Lewis, so if you guys get a chance to another podcast to add to your rotation, take a listen. And Stewards, like to introduce what game we are playing this week. Yes, we are playing Star Wars Republic Commando. Well, we already played it. Now we're talking about it. <laughs> Close enough. <laughs> Jokes on you. Something for me. <laughs> and uh, for anyone who doesn't know about Republic Commando, um, the hell is wrong with you? But also, Republic Commando. Huh, the best way I think to describe Republic Commando is like, what if Tom Clancy made a Star Wars game? Yeah, yeah, that's very yeah. accurate. It's it's Ghost Recon slash. Rainbow Six Vegas Star Wars Republic Commando. This should be the full title. <laughs> oh, and this game was made by LucasArts and came out in 2005. A year before Rainbow Six Vegas came out. <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah. Uh, Shot inspired. And this came out in Xbox and Windows. It, which is, I thought was interesting. I, I could have sworn it was on PS2, but it was not apparently. Nope. And uh, as of last year, you can play it on Xbox One as well. It was made yeah, back. Which is compatible. Pretty damn cool. Yeah. Oh, before, nice we get to, like <laughs> before we get too far into it, you guys have any memories of this game of playing it back in the back in 2005 or somewhere around that time? Yes. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> I must admit, I did not play this game anywhere near launch. I played it about I first time I played through it entirely was about two years ago. And uh, by the I first saw it on a demo disc I got with with uh, with nice a former magazine. Or a cheap magazine or something for my original Xbox, and it was, oh, just the trailer got me fucking excited. <laughs> I played the shit out of the demo level of this game because I, I played it in 2004 was the first time I played it because that's when Knights of the Old Republic 2 came out, and that's uh, on that disc for the game for the uh, for the Xbox, Xbox 360. It had like a little demo on there for Republic Commando, and it was just the the last part of the first level. So this game has three levels for those who don't know. Really, it's only three levels that are kind of broken up into this big story. Um, yeah. But the last part of the first level was on the demo disc of Kodor 2. And I played the shit out of that demo. Damn. I probably played I think I probably played that demo. God, I played I played so much of it. I probably put hours into that one level because I thought it was the <laughs> coolest thing on the planet. That was my uh, least favorite part of the game, but <laughs> I love that I think, part. I think my only memory of this game is just going over to a friend's house in high school and they were already playing it on the <laughs> Xbox and I was like, hey, what's this? And they're like, it's the new Star Wars game. I'm like, cool, pass me that joint. And then I went to a galaxy <laughs> far, far away. <laughs> oh, that was funny. I remember when this game came out, I'd wanted to play it. I, I, did, I, I know I had an Xbox around this time and I'm pretty sure I bought it. I know I bought an Xbox at some point, but I never got around to playing. It was about four, three to four years ago. I sat down, got it on on Steam in one of those humble bundle packs, and I played it for maybe an hour. And I got stuck early on, and I just kind of gave up. 
<laughs> so I was excited when it was when we put it on the list because I really wanted to go back to this game. <laughs> I was super excited to play it again because I anyone who knows me knows I fucking love Star Wars. Um, this is a great Star Wars game, and there's and there, there's no Jedi, which is nice. There's it's no Jedi. Jedi, yeah, which is also why I really like it because I love Star Wars, and I like when Star Wars can take a break from the whole like good evil dichotomy argument to say, hey, let's just talk about some other stuff going on. Do we count the Yoda cameo? I mean, uh, no. <laughs> we're not playing as Yoda. He's just there. Yeah. yeah, and this game is no longer canon because of that. That's the that is the only reason this game can't be canon. Really? What about the what about the Jedi Straylock cameo? Jedi Straylock cameo. Yeah, I remember that. No. <laughs> I actually don't know what you're talking about. I don't either. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm lost. <laughs> I, I was trying to think if he's making a stalker reference or not. This, this well, yeah, that's what it is. But it'd be funny if Straylock did show up. <laughs> <It's> just, <laughs> he's just like moping in the corner. Some weird Russian. He's out of here, commando. I saw all my friends die in the zone. You're like, we gotta fight these droids, Drela. <laughs> One thing I, I do I do remember this game came out. This was our first introduction to episode three coming up. Because we had no this was kind of like supposed to be a little bit like I remember them talking about this would be a little bit in between coming up to episode three. I mean it wasn't much, which we'll get more into later, but I thought that was interesting. Like this was one of those things that came out and was marketed pretty huge, if I remember correctly, into into that in that time. Oh yeah, because when the prequels were coming out, they were also coming out with I mean, each movie had its like probably three or four games. And then each movie also had like their specific game. So there was a Clone Wars game that came out around the same time. That was I also really enjoyed. But I mean, Republic Commando is kind of just kind of elevated above all the others in my mind. One is a very good first person shooter with with squad based type tactics where you can tell your troops to go man the turret or, or stand there and throw grenades or move around. I mean, it just and it, and it handles very well. And I like any game where if I die, I can go have other people come and re- revive me instead of just like, oh, game over, you're done. What I found funny was and uh, this playthrough, I really enjoyed not doing much in this playthrough. <laughs> where I would tell my troops to like man a bunch of turrets and hold up in like certain areas, and then I would go deactivate the thing instead of telling one of my troops to do it. I'd be like, oh, I'm gonna go over here and deactivate this. Give me like a minute. You guys just guard me. I did that oh, a lot yes. too. The thrilling gameplay of holding down E for like, <laughs> yeah. so like know, 10, 10, 20, 30 seconds. Yeah. It's kind of fun. Hey, I mean, there's I, one that's like a minute and one second for some reason. I, I, <laughs> I saw that. Two minutes or minutes yep. the longest. A minute and one second is the longest. Okay. There's, there's, yeah, there's one. For whatever reason, they aren't just a minute. They're a minute and one second. <laughs> yep. As you were saying earlier, this game is broken up in three parts, but we should mm. jump into the. Well, first you have a little introduction where you see yourself kind of growing up real fast. I think you yeah. start out in like the tube or something, a little little baby hands, and then you're, that, has, you're on that water planet that Obi Wan went to and fought Jango Fett. Yeah. Whatever that, that planet, planet is called. Oh, um, oh, I want to say, oh man, it's Camino. Yeah, Camino. Yeah. I looked it up. <laughs> did you, Morgan, or did you know it? No, I, I knew. <laughs> I, it's like the least important oh, planet. It's great. <laughs> in terms of Star Wars. No one gives a shit about Camino. No one gives a shit about episode two. It's all about Moraband. What? Moraband is okay, so in Star Wars Canon there was Korriban with no D at the end. Korriban. And that was like an ancient Jedi or an ancient Sith world. And it was like turned into a desert and covered in ruins. And for whatever reason in the canon they said, Hey, it's not Korriban anymore. Now it's Moraband. 
and <laughs> there's no desert. It's just a black planet, and it's not a separate planet. It definitely is Korriban, <laughs> and it got renamed to Morabans because George Lucas. Jesus. Yeah, it's like is one of the dumbest War? little changes. Yeah, that was in uh, Clone Wars season five because oh. that's when uh, Yoda is learning how to do like the Force Ghost shit. And I don't remember any of that. Well, it should be said that Republic Commando, yeah, now it takes place outside of canon because at the end you're leaving Kashik with Yoda. When in real- reality, the last level is the Battle of Kashik where the the clones turn on Yoda, so he wouldn't be leaving with. Him. <clears throat> I I thought it was pronounced Kashik. I always said Kashyyyk as a kid, and Me too. Uh-huh. I still say Kashyyyk, but I know a lot of people pronounce it Kashik. I say Kashyyyk, oh. too. I think part of the problem is that the main people who say it are the clones, and they all have New Zealand accents. <laughs> and so every time they <laughs> say something, it might not be the most accurate portrayal of how you say that word. They call each other brews instead of bros. What's up, I mean, bro? I think they call it like Kashik in the Star Wars Holiday Special, but take that for whatever, however you will. <laughs> it's funny you mentioned the Holiday Special. Huh? Yeah. Oh, Aren't no. you? <laughs> we are. At some point later on, we're going yeah. to do it. Another funny oh. thing is uh, because I was playing this game, I had to also play Knights of the Old, Knights of the Old Republic too because I you they're had so to. they're tied. Well, yeah, they're tied in my brain. In my brain, <laughs> if I play You're one, right. I've got to play the other. Um, that's not necessarily true. If I play Republic Commando, I have to play Nice Deal Republic 2. If I have to play Nice Deal Republic 2, that's all I'm going to do. <laughs> uh, but in Nice Deal Republic 2, there's a good quote where, like, um, one of your bounty hunter characters that you pick up, one of your companions, says, uh, she's talking about a Wookiee, and she's like, he's from some planet that's impossible to say. It has a K and a bunch of Ys in it, and it sounds like full of phlegm whenever you try to say it. And I always thought that line was funny. Because I was like, I can say Kashik pretty easily. <laughs> it's not that hard to remember Kashik or Kashik. It's like, ah, it's impossible yeah. to say. It's got so many Ys in it. You mean two? It has three Ys. <laughs> it has two. <laughs> I could have swore it was three Ys. Now yeah. I need to answer my own question. It has one Y. Uh, it has two Ys. It has one Y, I think, when it's spelled in like a, a holiday special or something. It has but they also Ys. pronounce it weird in holiday special. They say like Kashik. That's because the holiday special is terrible. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but the first the first level after you get done with a little bit of training and, and that little opening is it starts off right at the near the end of episode two where you're in the Genosis battle. Yeah, the but first level not... is the end of the Clone Wars. It's yeah. the battle well, of Genesis. Attack of the Clones. Attack of the Clones, sorry. I call it Clone Wars too all the time until I realize I try to forget that it exists, so it's a terrible movie. Let's it's just say that bad. it is a, like I like Fat and Menace a lot. I don't like Revenge of the Sith, but I will say it is a good movie. I just don't like it. But that's not that's <laughs> on me, not on the movie. I don't think but it's a good movie, but I still will watch it. <laughs> two is just garbage. I'm that Star Wars fan that pretty bad. I hate fifty percent of Star Wars, but I'll still watch everything Star Wars. Remember, you're like, ah, oh, Attack of the Clones is garbage. Ooh, Attack of the Clones is on TV. <laughs> I cool. haven't seen it in... I, I watched all the movies when uh, Force Awakens was coming out. I went back, and I remember that was my first time rewatching them all. I remember <laughs> Attack of the Clones, I was like, oh. It's not great. No. He doesn't like sand. Sand is rough. Sand is coarse. It gets it's everywhere. Rough, coarse, and it gets everywhere. Unlike you, you're soft, or something like that. I'm pretty yeah. sure. Oh, you're not oh, sand. <laughs> Ooh. And not a sand creature. Jesus Christ. That I met uh, when I was nine and you were like 15. <laughs> That's definitely not weird. 
They don't. They don't teach romance classes on Tatooine to orphans, guys. Okay. Or the Jedi. He wasn't an orphan. He was a slave. Get it right. Yeah, well, he, had a he was an orphan. Basically, he had a mob he, for a while. He was a no slave father. who got orphaned. Check your privilege. Yeah, he didn't get orphaned <laughs> until he was like sixteen. I don't know if that still counts. <laughs> I might still count as an orphan, but he was I like mean, also emancipated. He became a Jedi. <laughs> yeah, he had him. He had a he had a father figure though. He had Obi Wan. Unless you were to say he had a father. <laughs> yeah, I think oh, of him as more God. of a brother figure, really. <laughs> eh, maybe that's more accurate. Yeah, he calls him my brother multiple times when he's screaming at him over the lava. <laughs> <laughs> you are my brother, Anakin. Oh, man. I, I loved you. Even though I met you when you were eight and I was 27. I love you, my wife. It's just terrible. But that, that whole movie, I just. Fucking hate Attack of Clones, but I also really don't like the Genosis level. Like I, I really enjoyed this game. The Genosis level was just like you're running around on Genosis and you're fighting. What the hell are those things called? Are they just called Genosians? Oh, <laughs> well, they didn't really go too far with that one. Yeah. Um, I didn't like them. Like, I didn't mind the basic ones. I didn't like the elite soldiers, the ones that had the fucking uh, oh, those things cannon. are the hardest oh enemy God. to beat. Yeah, yeah they, they were. Yeah, that's why they're there at the end. Biologic. Yeah, they show up. They're like three of them show up at one point at the end. I was not happy with that. Destroy you. I mean, no enemy really gave me. I mean, most enemies in this game didn't give me too much trouble. Except super battle droids. Man, I mean, the movies they make them look like nothing. Yeah, you just gotta focus them. You gotta focus fire on them, and then they're not too bad. I I didn't do that all the time. I would do it sometimes, but it's just funny in the movies. Super battle droids, they just knock them down like nothing. But when you fight them in this game, they're like, oh, these things are these things can take a beating. Well, in the movie, they were. Jedi in the game, you're just a stupid clone. Well, hey, you're a better clone. <laughs> Slash I, I the like best it. clone ever. <laughs> you are. But I like the part when you do run into some of the regular clone soldiers and they're like, oh, yeah. they, they insult you because you're better than them or something like that. Yeah, they're like, oh, here comes the here comes the Delta squad. Everyone get out of the way. And you're just like, damn right, get out of the way. I'm about to kill oh. fucking everybody on Geonosis. I think it specifically <laughs> references this extra training as a bad thing somehow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and the back oh, tanks. Look at like, the Delta squad that knows how to do everything better than us. <laughs> it's like, yeah, we do. I mean, what do you what want? What a bunch of assholes. He's like, I am saving your life. <laughs> it should have been a line where like he like goes over and grabs one of the, the regular troopers and he's like, Look, I was a baby. <laughs> I didn't get to choose. None of them got to choose. Yeah, but so the clone troopers you play as, um, Boss, Scorch, Fiverr, and Sev are like normal troopers who got taken aside when they were being, when everyone was being trained. They got extra training from two Mandalorian mercenaries and they got like extra implants and a bunch of stimulants and shit. And they can so, use Vecta. And they actually show up in um, the Clone Wars show. Oh, they do? Yeah, they are canon characters. Despite wow. the game not being canon, Delta Squad is canon. They meet uh, Obi-Wan at some point. Hey, that is super cool. We should, I should, I want to watch that episode. I'm going to have to rewatch Clone Wars when Disney gets it here. They just look like ARC Troopers, though. They call them by name, but they just have, like, regular ARC Trooper armor. They don't have the cool, like, specific colored armor. I really like their armor. I like the one with the guy who had looked like it was, like, a bloody hand on his helmet. Sev, yeah. Yeah. Sev, short for seven. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like they didn't even have, they didn't have any specialties, right? Like, uh, I mean, no, they all had like their. I mean, they were all advanced like computers and demo guys. There are but, implications. Seb is yeah. supposed to be like a close quarters guy, and I think Fixer is supposed to be their explosive expert. Fixer's, and then yeah, Scorch like is a smart ass or something. 
Scorch is um oh god. Uh Scorch yeah, Scorch was like their like vanguard, if I remember correctly. Yeah, he burned the enemies with his cutting words. Because yeah. it comes with his cutting words. <laughs> Damn you, Geonosians. Ah, he's gotten us. <laughs> Geonosians uh, are. Um, and I I love the melee in this game. I love just especially when you have like the regular rifle and you just yeah, stab yeah. him with a little knife. That was yeah. awesome. I thought that was the coolest shit on the planet when I was a kid. <laughs> it's still him, cool. A little knife comes out of your, your sleeve. And I was like, hell yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> you just stab him right in the face. Like, oh, it, I mean, I use that a lot on Super Battle Droids. I would just get in their face yep. and just start punching them. Yeah, oh, yeah. If there's like one or two Super Battle Droids, you have enough health to just tank it and fucking get in their face and walk around them. They couldn't do anything. It was great. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I think you're actually right. Scorch's main thing was that he was the wisecracker. So he was, <laughs> oh, he was oh. the he was the demo expert. Of Do course. you guys get it? Because he burns you. Scorch, also played by um, <laughs> oh, Nassi, the same voice actor for Carthonassi from uh, the first Knights of the Republic, was playing Scorch, which I thought was really fun. If this oh, game wow. came out today, it'd be Nathan Fillion. They, yeah, yeah, they gave me very strong ODST vibes and Firefly oh, yeah. vibes. Oh yeah, yeah. This game really like just screams, hey, like. Halo Reach and ODST, that little ensemble I mean, of kind of weird characters all coming together. I really want to play Halo Reach again, especially after this game. Oh, so yeah, it's so good. I mean, uh, Sev is basically on the PC. Oh yeah, <laughs> we've talked about it. Yeah, it's it's yeah. <laughs> but I don't know. Like gonna... Okay, the thing I want we'll to say is I, I like how your weapon, like you have like the different attachments for oh, your yeah. regular rifle. Which I didn't like the sniper weapon. I only used it sometimes. I couldn't remember how to zoom. I didn't care. I would just make them snipe. I don't like it's, snipe, but I'm like, you know what? You go snipe soldiers. Outfit. I'm going to go run and shoot everybody in the face. The sniper was great for super battle droids. It really I used a lot for them. Yeah, because it, it also staggered them almost yeah. every time you hit them. They would like prop them down to their, their knees, and it was just easier to, to take them down. Get, I just couldn't get over how much super battle droids, because you have the regular battle droids, which are freaking useless. Like, I mean, those guys are garbage, but then you have the troop battle droids, which they can kick my ass. Uh, there's I, nothing quite like that going down with a super battle droid right on top of you and watching it slowly eliminate your entire squad <laughs> <laughs> as they come to revive you. <laughs> yeah, so you don't I, yeah. die immediately in this game either. You yeah. get knocked down and you like three little options come up on the screen where it's like, okay, you can load your last save or you can have your troopers like continue what they're doing. And once they're done clearing a room, they'll come get you or you can try to get them to come get you immediately. Which wow. is like always a gamble. It's like, ooh, how how in danger am I? <laughs> For me, it was always a thought of like, how well did I micro my soldiers? Did they have them all set up in a good place where they can mm -hmm. actually do damage, or are they just wandering around the battlefield? Because if they're just wandering, I better have them come get me real quick, otherwise they're going to be useless. How many people use the uh, the optional weapons, like the extra? I did. Yeah. I I really liked the shotgun. I found shotgun. Shotgun was the only oh, yeah. strong, really strong one that you could reliably keep ammo for. But, that was uh, my favorite weapon. Shotgun God, it did jack shit against super battle droids, though. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it did. Oh, yeah. Shotgun is great for the transdotions. Any transdotion, transdotion, you can take out immediately with a shotgun. Yeah. Awesome. The, uh, the, what's weird to me is I really like using the SMG, the little transdotion SMG. Yeah. That only that has a like a. Gun. Yeah. It's a little like scorpion type gun. Um, 60 round, 30 round magazines, and it fires at the rate of a fire. Yeah, a garden host just—it's <laughs> great. Also great against the uh, transitions, but right. 
against the regular, normal, like run of the mill battle droids, it does jack shit, which I found really fun. <laughs> yeah. I always thought that was funny. I mean, like when you—that's one thing I thought was interesting—is like when you get the weapons that aren't laser rifles, essentially. They're they're good against the Trandoshians, but they're useless against Battle Droid. And I thought that was a cool switch where I had to actually kind of change up my ammo depending on what I was fighting. Well, it's like it's balanced really well where whatever weapon the enemy is carrying, like whatever extra weapon they have, it's really good against them. So if you're on a level with a bunch of Battle Droids, or if you're on a level with a bunch of Trandoshians and they drop that uh, that little SMG or that shotgun, then you can just rely on that. Yeah. But once you switch to the Battle Droids, it's like, oh, I got to switch back to a different kind of gun. I found myself hoarding the ammo I got for my my DC seventeen. Is that what it's called? Yeah, uh, I believe so. Yes. Yeah, I found myself hoarding that ammo because I'd always be worried that I'd run out and just wouldn't be in quite the right place to get a lot more. Mm-hmm. It just really fucked with me. I'm really glad that the ammo pickups for them were zero to one hundred every single time. They didn't have like, <laughs> oh, you get a mag here and a mag there. It's just here's three hundred rounds. Yeah, they were really good with the ammo. And I the pistol wasn't that bad. Like there were times oh, when I ran awesome. out of ammo. And the, I pistol used the pistol is so nice because the pistol it doesn't run out of ammo. Nice. It just like charges up to reload. Yeah. Yeah. And it does a shitload of damage. It acts more like a um like DMR than a pistol, honestly. Yeah, yeah. It's a, it reminds me a lot of a uh, Halo Combat Evolves pistol, actually. Yes, yes, exactly. Another thing I thought that was kind of funny, because I remember when you see episode one and, and then the destroyer droid, the droid has come rolling out. They're like, oh, crap, destroyer droids. And I remember always thinking, oh, man, those things are so powerful. But in this game, I mean, they were powerful, but they didn't strike fear in me like a super battle droid. I was like, oh, droid Decca, OK, I'll go punch him in the face. A little they did bit when I was out of grenades. Yeah, one gets you alone and you just fucked. <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't have too much of a problem with them. Or once again, you go down in front of one and then. <laughs> yeah. And you just watch it, like, take a little step forward, on, like, right on top of you, and you're like, well, time to reload, I guess. <laughs> yeah. I just thought it was just funny, because in that first movie, they make them seem, like, really vicious. And then in, in the second movie, when they introduce battle droids up, and you, when you play this game, you're like, oh, those are a lot worse. Yeah. Those are oh, they're called Super. <laughs> it's like the I same like naming it. principle as, like, again, Dragon Ball. Yeah. <laughs> the battle droid. This is the Super Battle Droid. <laughs> <laughs> every every episode, every episode well, we got a mission Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> what was the droid? What was the huge droid that comes out and like you have to shoot it directly right in its face? Uh, it's oh, that was like the a Super Kami battle droid. Okay. <laughs> that that droid when I was fighting it literally fighting. turned around, literally turned around itself into the corner and just stayed there. It totally glitched out, and I was like, "What the hell is going on?" And I had to go <laughs> like. Jump! I had to like bend down in the corner and barely be able to shoot it in the face just to get past that part. <laughs> At one point, I was going up a hallway, like a, a set of stairs that were a hallway, pretty tight quarters, and it's a ninety degree turn. On the back half of the ninety degree turn, there was two battle droids, and our super battle droids. And for some <laughs> reason, every time I went up those stairs, instead of being like, "Oh, open up on the squad," it was just. I'm dead <laughs> immediately. <laughs> like this, I probably had half a second every time to, to do anything. I threw a grenade up there; it stunned them as well as me and all my fucking my troopers. So I, I couldn't do anything. I think I reloaded my save like six times on that set of stairs. Yeah, uh, I did to like... actually accurately answer your question. That was the ADSD Advanced Dwarf Spider Droid. Okay, yeah, <laughs> look it up. because you see the normal one... spider droid in the beginning on Geonosis. There's like yeah, a right. normal spider droid, uh, spider droid outside the cave, and that gets blown up. You know, like, 
Oh, that was cool. And then you never see one of those again for the game. The rest of the game. <laughs> oh, man. It was, it was so ah, we firmly departed from the movies at this point. <laughs> Goodbye. Just, it's like they <laughs> built it for they built it to get blown up, which I really appreciate. They put a lot of effort into building this one giant droid that gets blown up just to look cinematic as fuck. Well, also, kind of go with episode two. That was a big part of that, too. Mm-hmm. They're in episode two of their first scene. They wanted more to connect it oh, with yeah. that second Star Wars movie. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it was a good question that they asked or that was answered in this movie that I don't or movie <laughs> game that I don't think was ever answered in the movies was those the uh, cleaning droids. Mm-hmm. You never get to see where they go. And in this game, you get to go into those little like hideaways oh, where they yeah. come out. Of the... uh, they're not I, called they're mouse droids. Mouse droids. Yeah. Yeah. yeah mouse droids. And I, I always wondered, like, where where do they go? How do they function? And this game answers that question. Like little Roombas <laughs> that live in the vents. I think yeah. There's actually, um, I think that shows up in the Clone Wars TV show as well. I think there's a point where, like, Ahsoka is climbing through some vents and a mouse droid goes flying by. That's so funny. <laughs> oh, I, did, I... I did really like when the mouse droid, at one point you're crawling through those vents and the mouse droid goes uh, around a corner, runs into a scavenger bot. <laughs> oh, yeah, it goes flying <laughs> back. <laughs> <laughs> like those tiny droids freaking out is always hilarious to me. You go around the corner, and come sh- back. Beep, 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 beep. <laughs> I would shoot when I'd seen R two unit. I would just blast them just because. This game also <laughs> had the famous gawk oh, okay. droid, which is just the stupidest fucking thing. That's the thing with the feet, right? There's like a like a bigger mouse droid, yeah. but it has the stupid yeah. feet. It's a yeah. box with feet. Yeah, I believe it's actually supposed to be a garbage can bot. It's a pow- it's like a it's a battery. It's a walking battery. Is it a battery? Okay. Yeah. In the original, in the first Star Wars movie, it did actually say gonk. Yeah, they were, they just went, <laughs> and everyone was like, "Oh, that sounds like gonk. We'll just call them gonk." That's a gonk droid now. And uh, that what that language they speak is actually is actually legitimately called gonkian now. <laughs> oh no! Gonk. So much thought put into that. <laughs> you gotta love. You gotta love legends. <laughs> I actually do. I mean, I, I am a little bummed that this is... I mean, nothing really happens in this in the story of this game. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a fun game, but it doesn't play that big of a difference other than, like you said, that last cutscene. Like, in the beginning, Genosis, I know you're hunting some Genosian leader or something. Sunfak. Yeah, which I I feel like... You, yeah, you did kill him. Yeah, you kill him, then that's a bug. <laughs> yeah, well, no, you don't kill him. You chase him all the way to his ship, and then some other guys kill him. <laughs> okay. Yeah, you chase him all the way to his ship. He activates like a force field, gets on his ship, and goes to fly away. And all your guys are like, "Well, shit, we fucked up." And then his ship just blows up, turn like does a one eighty in the sky, and flies back down into the landing pad and explodes. And you're like, "Oh, cool, I guess we did get him." And then you realize that uh, no, you didn't get him. It was actually General Grievous. Oh, yeah. Oh, that remind that also like this is the first time anyone saw General Grievous because this came out about a month and a half before Episode Three. Yeah. And General Grievous, is, you don't fight him, but he's in this game. You just see him in this cloak on at one point. I think um, he's in the Tartakovsky show. Is that was that before this? Or oh, he's in that. Never mind. Maybe that was his first. Uh, that came out in. That was two thousand three. Two thousand three. Yeah, this yeah, game. So that was. So, yeah, I forgot about that. That. Show. But there's still this game has the um, Battle of Kashik in it, which takes place in episode three. And it came out before episode three, so clearly they had some idea what was going to happen. Well, yeah. I mean, that, that was one of the biggest selling the point. I'm pretty sure Kashuk was at war, or at least had Separatists on it for most of, like, the entirety of the Clone Wars. Like, it's kind it of implied a... that, like, uh, 
people are going after the like the Transdotions have always Transdotions have always gone after the Wookiees because they buy their pelks. They pelks. Uh, I can't even speak now. They buy their pelks. pelks. <laughs> 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 it's fine. We're not That's doing some kind of podcast show. or anything. We're good. Yeah, it's good. It's not like I speak for a <laughs> job or anything, you know? <laughs> hey, at least, were there, hey, at least, but you know what's wrong about this game? This game didn't have any hubograms. There were no hubograms. Well, I guess there were the hubograms. Yeah, with the clone troopers and Yoda. Yeah. yeah. But there was no Jabba to make him a hubogram. <laughs> I was so uh, confused wait. as to what you were saying for a second. <laughs> hu- hu- hubogram? What? Yeah. Instead of hologram. I had to make the joke. Uh, I really oh. wanted, I, now I just want a cameo with with Jabba, and it just, he just cues in, and they're just like, "How did you get this number?" <laughs> you did oh, talk to it, the uh, <laughs> ever indispensable clone advisor one. That was <laughs> his like, name. I love in name, a bro. game in a game where the squad leader's name is thirty eight. You have a clone advisor number one. Yeah, <laughs> like for real. It's one of those games. He actually does have like a official name i think his official name is actually like cc01 like he was the first clone advisor nice so he got so he's he is just called like one or something and he doesn't get assigned so, to alpha beta or charlie squad he gets assigned no. to delta squad because he's clone advisor so he's just like he's just the overseer i know i know i know but he doesn't like i don't know oh no he doesn't get like an official no he's just cc <laughs> i feel like so... he was the one kind of like Sending, I mean, I'm wondering if he was the guy who was working with other groups or just Delta Squad. I'm assuming it was other groups too. Uh, yeah, usually it's oh. implied within the like within the show and stuff that they're they're acting like like the military intelligence, so they're looking at the map of, and sending people where they need to go. And then like the clone advisor one is probably dedicated specifically to like operating with Delta Squad. Okay, as like a forward a forward advanced squad here because Delta Squad oh. goes in before everybody else. Oh, one thing we haven't mentioned yet. We talked a little. This, we mentioned before this game broken up into three parts, but the second mission is when I really started to fall in love with this game. Second mission, it's so I cool. love the second mission. That was my favorite of the three because it first starts out. It felt like you're in. Uh, <laughs> oh, it's gonna kill me. It felt like you're in a horror movie at first because um, oh, yeah. it's uh-huh. it, you're, you're getting you know jacked into the sent into the ship, and it just like all the lights aren't working, and you're walking through vents, and you you hear things, and then you see dead clone troopers. <laughs> Like, oh. Aliens. Oh yeah, yeah. It's, it's absolutely aliens. It What's was, cool about that is it sets it up too, where the first mission ends with you got like your squad saying, "All right, uh, guys, let's pack it up and get back to the prosecutor." And then the next mission starts, and you're on the prosecutor, but it's like a year later, and you've been away for God knows how long. Well, I guess a year. But <laughs> doing missions. yeah, you've been away doing missions, and you come back to the prosecutor for a mission because it's it's been like abandoned. And you've been sent to investigate it, which I thought I always thought was a really cool uh, like time skip. Yeah, that is a good transition. It fits also the fact, like especially at this time, you you didn't have the Clone Wars TV show yet, but you did have that little. Tar- I know I'm going to pronounce it wrong. Tarkovsky. Yeah, little shorts that you had going on that <laughs> just stumble separate, over the first syllable. <laughs> <laughs> that separate, you know, give you some Clone Wars background, which were out, which were still canon at the time of this game. Oh yeah. Otherwise, I mean, like for me, I just watch the movies. I'm like Clone Wars. I'm like, that's, that's just a terrible movie. Then you move on. But yeah, like say what you will about the prequels. They gave us some of the best Star Wars games, some of the best games, I think, ever. Like if the prequels didn't exist, we wouldn't have Knights of the Republic or Knights of the Republic 2. <laughs> we wouldn't have Republic Commando. We probably we wouldn't have had Battlefront 2. Yeah, but what about Dark Forces, oh. dude? We wouldn't have had Dark Forces. <laughs> Dark Forces way before that. <laughs> 
That's the nineties. We would have so only had Dark Forces. <laughs> would have only had it, yeah. Yeah. So if the prequels ever happened, we'd be playing EA's Dark Forces too. <laughs> okay. awesome uh, but I do. I love that. And, and when you first find out what's killing all the clone troopers, it's these little, like annoying, baddie looking droids. The most. Fucking, I take it back. Those are the most annoying enemy in the game. Uh, the they're easy to kill. Droids. And it's cool yeah. when they grab you though, and you got to tap the melee button, and they just start grinding at your face, trying to eat you, trying to kill you. They just fucking annihilate your health though. Yeah, they can if you're not fast enough at oh. mashing that button. At one point, one like took away all but one sliver of my health, and I hit up the back to tank. And as soon as I left the back to tank, one attacked me again, and I had to hit it up immediately <laughs> afterwards. <laughs> it's like I turned around, and one was on my fucking face. I like it when they grab your squad mate, and you're like, get the, you're the guy that get oh, this yeah. thing off me. That also was really cool to me as a kid because yeah. I was like, oh my god, like my my friends are being actually attacked by the enemy, and I can help them out or like. Just trust that they'll deal with it eventually. I just let them deal with it. Uh, one of my favorite thing when the, when the other clone troopers when they would grab a Trandoshian and like just like either it looked like they were slitting his neck or something they would just beat the shit they would just beat the shit out of him. I love that when they grab him like throw him or something, something like that. Oh, they yeah. would do something cool. I felt like with a knife. There was <laughs> some random... weird. Sorry, there were some weird little kills in this game, like with uh, enemies where they just like shoot like a soldier in the face with a shotgun or something like oh, right yeah. in front of you yeah. yeah it was neat it was neat Very to see that event. even for that yeah. day you get yeah. that nice little that's how that's how you build a story there <laughs> like you get to see <laughs> the bad guys doing bad stuff and you're like yep those are definitely the bad guys well, it felt very cinematic I don't feel also, bad about murdering them wholesale anymore because <laughs> they killed one of my friends I was <laughs> also on the, on the second right. level you also you're, you're split up from everybody it's like it's yeah just, which I thought was cool, too. I didn't like it, but I, you're split up from the rest of the team, and you, you don't know what you're fighting. All of a sudden, you know, you can't hear from this guy, or you're, you're having radio problems, and I, I just <laughs> I thought that was so cool when they introduced it. And all of a sudden, you fight, start fighting these little lizard guys. That's, That's the part of the game that really feels like ODST. It's like ODST Never... starts the same way, where you're, you're separated from your, your squad, and you have to go find them. And that's the entire second mission. Oh. I've, I've never played ODST, by the way. That's one of the ones yeah. I never got around to finishing. It's going to be gonna be on pc soon then yeah oh it's not very long i'm not gonna lie odst is probably the single best halo experience i've ever had uh reach my friend but i really (laughs) like reach don't get me wrong but i liked odst better that's really cool i'm excited for the pc version of those games coming out i just i'm just happy to play halo 2 again (laughs) me too yeah i love halo 2 so much that's the other thing this was actually one this is my first good shooter i played on the pc ever i had to lower the mouse mouse sensitivity oh a couple god times. the mouse sensitivity is so fucking high to start okay with. so it wasn't just me that i was like wow i'm not either i'm not used to controls or it was really freaking sensitive at first <laughs> oh, i had I forgotten about it because uh... i had it uninstalled <laughs> so when i reinstalled it my mouse like you move your mouse a little bit and it goes flying across the screen and you're like oh shit i, I think it's me. specifically a disconnect between the fps features of the game and the mm-hmm. uh, menu features it's Something to do with the scaling about how the mouse actually yeah. interacts in those two modes is totally borked. Because if you if you adjust your sensitivity to be good in the menu, it'll be totally screwed when you get to the game. Yeah, like it's. I think the menu is not meant to be used with the ma- um, mouse. So. Oh yeah, no, stop. you're 100 percent right. It's if a total. I think you could use the entire menu with your arrow keys. Yeah, you can. It's I more do. annoying, but you can. <laughs> I do got to say though, the controls are a lot more fluid than the last time we played a Star Wars game on this show. This is true. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and also, like, 
a little dated, but not not too bad in terms of a control scheme, or at least for oh, a keyboard, mouse and keyboard. It felt on keyboard and mouse. I mean, it felt perfect. I mean, I I was a little clunky a couple times, but that wasn't that wasn't the game's fault. That was my fault. Like I don't have a mouse pad. I had to cut part of a box from a beer from beer <laughs> and use that a mouse pad because I didn't want to go get one. It works. Um, <laughs> yeah, we're playing the Star Wars today, boss. <laughs> so you're like you're like Saul Guerrero, like around Rogue One, where he's got shit just rubber banded to his body. <laughs> Like uh, it, was, it, was, it was because my mouse has been working just fine on my on my tabletop, but then all of a sudden it didn't want to work for this game. So Dude, I, I found to... a mouse pad. It's a cardboard box. <laughs> Save the cardboard box. <laughs> Do it, Jen. Why is this like Keanu Reeves to me? It's like a Keanu Reeves impression. I don't know why, but it did. Save the dream. <laughs> now, Keanu Reeves is uh, it's similar, but it's more it's more a skater like surfer lingo in there. Whoa. Whoa. Maybe that's because I've been watching too much Matrix lately. Gotta save the box, Jen. Whoa. Too much Matrix. You've been watching more Matrix? <laughs> I watched all three Matrix movies, by hey, the way. Hey, they're talking week. about making a fourth one. No. Are they? Okay. No, please, no. Yeah, that's exactly what I said. <laughs> no. I welcome that. <laughs> like, as long as it's more like... If it's the more Matrix, like anthology Sword Art stuff, Online edition. <laughs> I'm totally fine with them doing more like anthology stuff or doing an entirely different story. If they come out and they oh, say like, yeah. oh, it's going to be more Neo Trinity shit, I'm out. Yeah, I, I don't want more of that either. But oh, back to Star- Republic Commando. Uh, <laughs> back to the other, Star Wars. Um, when you're fighting the Trandoshan, I love the ones that have like a little like, they, to me, it looks like German helmets with little goggles. I love punching them in the <laughs> face and knocking the helmet off or shooting <laughs> them. Oh, it made me so happy. See, I would run up to them with the SMG and blast them. Blast them just enough to knock the helmet off and then melee them. <laughs> but the I just, opposite. I, I loved it too when they would pull out the little knives in their back, like okay, and they'd be coming out to get you. Oh, yeah. that made me smile, and I just punch them. And oh, they were strange. And yeah. also, one thing that was real nice, I, I feel like for a good first half of the ship level, there are no damn super battle droids. Like you're not fighting droids, you're just fighting Tridosians. Like the first, the whole first section of that mission. I would say, I guess, like that's yeah, each mission is like a ten part mission. It's like short little ten parts. The whole first two parts of that, you I think you kill like two enemies, which was nice. It was yeah. a nice after Genosha, where I was kind of getting a little burned out with things. It was you nice said it differently have. every single time you said it. <laughs> Genosis. <laughs> it's not my word. <laughs> not I a spent word a I whole like. season of the Clone Wars there. Get it right. <laughs> I haven't well, watched Clone Wars in it's years. It's not my word. It's nobody's word. It's a fake. It's a fake language. <laughs> it's Lucas's word. Lucas it's a fake word. language in a fake universe. <laughs> It's like Ocarina. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah. God, we make a lot of references to old stuff. We're a bunch of dorks. <laughs> yes, we are. But I, <laughs> I really enjoy. I mean, I enjoyed everything about that second level, especially when you reunite with your team and you just feel so damn good after you've been running around by yourself for like about an hour or so. Or maybe you less. suddenly but... feel incredibly powerful as a squad. Oh, yeah. yeah. It, it, I missed it. I'm like, I missed these guys. Like, I really did, because they're so nice to have. And you spend that awesome segment where you, like, are reclaiming the hangers of the ship. And you basically, like, come into every hangar and set your guys up and do a bunch that of, was, throw a bunch of little uh, demolition charges down. <laughs> it was fun and engaging, but that was very a very tough part of the game in some oh, cases. Absolutely. Yeah. Especially if you miss something. Like I missed, I missed one of the super battle droid uh, dispensers, and I didn't find it till it dispensed like twenty super battle droids. <laughs> I was just, I fucking, I walked near it, and I'm just like, and I'm dead. I got nothing. Yeah. You walk around yes. the corner, and suddenly you hear 
30 robots say, audio noise detected. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, even though like that part was hard, the hardest part for me was in the end of, Geno- of <laughs> the bug planet. When you have that like, two minute or three minute time limit, you have to like go in and then do that a minute and one uh, hacks that slice scene. That part took me. That took me the most tries. Oh yeah, that's it's totally easy to miss too. Where they're like, "All right, you've got five minutes," and in my brain, I'm thinking, "Okay, this is like a Mass Effect five minutes where it's going to keep playing like cinematics, and it's not actually going to be five minutes." Five but minutes. no, when the guy says five minutes, you have five minutes, a hard five minutes to get to the end of the level. And that's when I learned how to switch grenades because I could not get through that part. I'm like, okay, I know I got other grenades in this game. And then that's when I figured I looked up a manual. I barely got through that part. Like, I got like the most cinematic ending because all my guys were on like dark orange about to go down. We were all like (laughs) leaping out, running to the ship. I was like backing up and shooting. It was like suppressing fire. Come on, get to the get to the ship. That part was hard, but that that was the that was the hardest part for me in the game by far. Is that cool Star Wars ship the best part? The best ship from the prequels. What you talking about? A little loader thing. The um, the clone trooper gunships. I think those things are so cool. Oh yeah, eh, I never cared. For... I don't like most things of the prequels, like for the ship wise. Most don't interest, especially the separatist ships and everything to do with the droids. Just none of it's that cool. The coolest droid, in my opinion, is the destroyer droids. But I don't know. I just, I really, I think there's like a lot of the prequels isn't good. I think all the ship design and world design is all pretty cool. Yeah. Same. Like being able to see Coruscant and just it's not a great shot, but just being able to see like Coruscant and the thousands of ships that are in the air, like thousands of taxis. I always thought that was really <laughs> give you like a I mean, sense of like how busy that planet was. I mean, especially when you look at the first three movies, you never get a, you 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 never get that. You're mostly on barren planets. Tatooine, yeah. uh, Hoth. In in terms of like that story, because like the busiest part of I think I think even Cloud City, you don't see that many people. The busiest part of those movies is when you're in Jabba's palace. Oh, yeah. It's just mercenaries and bounty hunters everywhere. It's honestly my favorite part of the entire original trilogy. I mean, the prequels take that to the far extreme where they're like, okay, we now have the ability to show everything. So we're going to show everything, which is nice for people who want to see more of the world. But it doesn't really. It doesn't really benefit the story at all, and at times it is a main so, disadvantage. Yeah, but it was yep. nice. It was nice to see more of the world. There's I mean, point. the alternative to it, if you're going to Coruscant, is that you have like a couple of de- of the main key buildings that are above the clouds, and then everything else is below the clouds. Oh, and yeah. while that would have been nice in some respects, particularly concealing some of the seedier parts of the city, so that, like, for example, in uh, was it Attack of the Clones or Attack of the Clones, where they like, crash into the city? Yeah. Yeah, they're chasing that, the um, the bounty hunter shapeshift. That would have been cool city. to have that that transition of like a bit of clouds and a bit of obscured sightlines, and then all of a sudden you're in like this fucking club district. That would have been neat. But in my mind, everything like everything about those visuals it just serves as material for game like game developers to come in and make something really cool out of it. That's all that exists for. 13, I mean, there's 13. a part where there's a part in Revenge of the Sith where. God, there's a part in Revenge of the Sith where Anakin is talking to Mace Windu, and they're just walking next to some, like, I think it's gunships. They're just walking down this, like, this series of uh, clone trooper gunships. And despite them having this conversation where they're just walking from one place to another, they stop, like, five times in the middle <laughs> of their walk to, like, emphasize the point. It's 
incredibly bad dialogue. It's incredibly bad screenwriting. But what it does is it allows you to see the gunships really close up. And then like, <laughs> and my like when I'm watching those scenes, I'm not watching it for the dialogue. I'm just like, I'm like, get out of the way, Anakin. I'm trying to see. Okay, yeah, stop there. Like, I just I want to see how many guns are in this. That's what the books are for that you can buy. They give you all the breakdown, all the ships and everything. That's what the wiki is for. Uh, <laughs> too now. Who makes those books? Uh, Stephen Beasley? A I shit think, people. I can't remember. I just remember my Who's friend. A, I think it was a primary illustrator. I'm not sure. I used to have a bunch of them. Or at least I, I and I rented them from our school's library all the time because our school had those fucking books. Nice. <laughs> I've got the uh, thanks to Sam Mercer, another list, uh, our listener and guest who was so kind to give me a Star Wars Stormtroopers book which has like a list of all the stormtroopers and like concept art and stuff. They're different designs throughout history. And uh, what he didn't realize was like in the back of it, it has a bunch of replica like stormtrooper, like the backing for toys and stuff and a bunch of old, like um, it's got replications of storyboarding from the original movies, which is really cool. Oh. Uh, yeah. I, love I, think that it'd, I think it'd be cool if there was like a, training ground at the beginning of this game and there's like one target all the way like at the far <laughs> end and nobody's hit it yet they're just really close like <laughs> high-fiving each other when they get really close like you almost got it <laughs> yeah that would work sorry yeah that definitely would work like a, a little fun pun for this game you know what i mean a little levity <laughs> uh, <laughs> i mean the levity comes levity. from all the dialogue no, yeah, no, yeah. Which we got to no talk about the dialogue. What's happening? Fantastic. Yeah, it I is loved great. it. I know I played this game with sound. I had headphones in the entire time. Thank God. Because... I just listened to everything and I enjoyed it. Because holy shit, the dialogue is great. I mean, yeah, it's hilarious. One of the jokes in the game is that Fixer is like this kind of uptight military. Like he's the uptight commando that wants everyone to fall in line, and Scorch and Sav are just constantly talking shit. <laughs> just like everything Scorch says, especially being voiced by Carthur Nassi, like occasionally you'll shoot the Transoceans with the uh, jet, like the jetpacks, and they'll go flying up in the air, and you'll just hear one of your guys go, "Wee!" <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't it. know Transoceans could fly. Yeah. That made me laugh when I heard that, especially the first time. Oh, that was funny. Thirtieth <laughs> time, not quite so much, but still pretty good. <laughs> yeah, it was the dialogue. Still, I mean, like you were saying earlier, it did add levity the fact that you were just in like I mean the fact that clones are completely expendable I mean you guys aren't exactly but everyone's expendable they don't mm. care uh, you see a lot of troopers get cut down which I always really appreciate in the Clone Wars show where you get like you get to follow them and really see like from their point of view and like even they realize that they're expendable but it kind of lends their character a lot more oh yeah I mean they're yeah. all there, none of them have any real purpose other than to be fodder. Like, and they they know that. It's just kind of they show. I mean, like like you said, they really do show in the Clone Wars show. I mean, because you see them get murdered in that show. Oh yeah, yeah. they get cut down constantly. And so you get like the it's it's always nice when you get like that little squad that you can follow along with and kind yeah. of really appreciate their more interesting personality traits. I think Republic Commando is kind of that very. You've got these four characters that all have like very unique personalities despite being clones. I'm trying to yeah. find the quote that's like, um, oh god, uh, boss says it where he's like, he he doesn't say like lay thermal charges down. He's like, it's time to redo some architecture. Yep, <laughs> that's, that is one of the yeah. That's Initiate radical restructuring, commander. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, <laughs> Whenever he's telling them to go blow up something. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's just a, it's a really cool game, and it 
and I'm just so glad I finally got to experience it after all this time. It was glad I got to re-experience it. <laughs> oh, glad I got and... to play it for the fiftieth time. <laughs> <laughs> and one thing, one thing I also wanted to, we were kind of getting there. Uh, Kashik or Kashik, how the hell you pronounce it? Um, that planet was the least. Oh, I like it was my second lead. I liked it more than Geno- than the Genosis, but not as much as the prosecutor. Did you like it more than Genosis because it was easier for you to say? <laughs> <laughs> no. I just like, because I like fighting, you fight a lot of the Trandoshians, and I like, you start fighting the mercenary yeah. ones a lot in this place. Those are definitely mind, more fun for me to fight. They're, they're more fun to fight. In, the, even the mercenary ones aren't bad, because I can shoot them, get in their face, punch them, job finished. So and, they're just, and they drop ammo. Oh, yeah. It's related yeah. more to, like, Halo. They're kind of, like, the grunts of this universe. And so it's just really fun to kill. Like, Halo, one of the best things in Halo is just mowing down 30 grunts that all come running at you. <laughs> I was like, yep. you get that like fun little sense when their backpacks pop and they go flying off. It has a very similar feel in this game. Take them, <laughs> I, like, just mow them down. <laughs> like, I also, like, I, like, coming. Was, like, if I was interested with Kashi, because you're essentially the first troops to go to that planet to help mm-hmm. out with the war. Yeah, which, you're just sent in as a small little squad. Which is cool. And then I mean, you're trying to help the Wookiees. Like, your first mission is to rescue whatever the hell that General Tarful. Yeah, Tarfor. 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 And I, and I thought that was kind of cool. And that's also, it was also on this planet when they first introduced General Grievous. Mm-hmm. And when you fight his Magna Guards, which I really enjoyed fighting them. Yeah, they were cool. They were a lot of fun. Uh, and you also have the, uh, the Wookiee to help you out. I like the Wookiees. <laughs> like, I really like it when the Wookiees fight with you. Because, I mean, they get killed too. But I liked it when they're grabbing droids and <laughs> charge ocean. Well, he just grabs a battle droid by the fucking oh, end yeah. and bashes it into another one. You're just like, oh, God. I mean, when you come across Tarful, he grabs a battle droid and, like, chucks it off the edge. But yeah. when I say he chucks it off the edge, it's like a Team Rocket blasting off again type <laughs> scenario. He just sends it to the fucking moon. One of my favorite is, it was on Kashyyyk, is when, when the Wookiee grabs a droid. It was a scripted procedure, but he grabs him and he shoves him on some spikes. Or maybe it's a Trandoshian. I don't know what it was. He yeah. shoves it on spikes on the wall, and that was just awesome. This, um... I might go ahead and say, I think this might be my favorite instance of, like, Wookiees in Star Wars. Because they just feel so much bigger than you. Every time you see a Wookiee yeah. in any Star Wars thing, it's usually from, like, a third-person perspective. Where it's, like, a camera angle, where it's, like, kind of up above. Like, whenever you see Wookiee, uh, Wookiee, whenever you see Chewbacca and Han, like, they always just look like buddy-buddy and friends. And Chewbacca's taller than him, but he's not, like, a fucking, he's not, like, a fucking jacked think, giant compared to him. I think, yeah. canonically speaking... Chewbacca's a pretty small, yeah. pretty small Wookiee. Yeah, I don't think it's, it's like very kind of big. And then you see yeah. like the Wookiees in Republic Commando, where the games from a first-person clone perspective, and the <laughs> Wookiees just look like they're twice He's as like big twice as you. Their height. Yeah, and they're oh, like, they like Arnold Schwarzenegger, like the height of his bodybuilding career, <laughs> just <laughs> jacked. Because they they're throwing like they're throwing battle droids and transdotions. You're like, oh. We'll just, I think there's a great line where they're like, hey, let's just let the Wookiee do it. They're like trying to move with giant. <laughs> a giant oh, yeah, plate. you gotta have. And also, there's a line somewhere where they make a comment about the Wookiee pulling your arms out of your socket or something like that. Oh, yeah. There's oh, a yeah. line in there. There's a lot of like, rip some arms off. <laughs> or there's like a line about Wookiees don't appreciate friendly fire. So much of this game is in the dialogue. And it's just, oh, it's yeah. just a fun game. It's a fun game to listen to. That's why I'm, I'm glad I actually had sound for this one. Like, uh, like all the rules that they, they, will list off occasionally. <laughs> like, God, I wish I, I can't remember them now. But yeah, they were 39. Never say no to Bacta. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's the one you hear all the time. One of my favorites is uh, Rule 45. Um, 
I think it's Sav who says it like towards the end of the game, I think, where he's like, any crash you walk away from is a good one. Yeah. <laughs> it was, I mean, Crash Sheet was pretty fun. I mean, that level, that was definitely the longest of the three. Because you go through a long process of kind of getting where you're headed and just doing lots of little things to help out the resistance and helping the Wookiees get together. And I think part of that is that that whole mission is like it feels long. But I think that's because you go through a lot of different like there's there's probably like 20 or 30 mini levels in that level. Lots of loading you, points. Yeah, you'll yeah. go through like an interior building. And you'll just clear it out, and then the next loading will take you to the next building, and then the next building, and then like outside a bridge, and then the next building is another loading point. Oh. I'm trying, I, I imagine really, this game. It, it isn't as bad as it sounds. The loading in this game is still insanely oh, very fast. fast. Yeah. I imagine yeah. it would have been much worse on like a, a console or something. Oh, yeah. Probably would not have been nice, but uh, on nothing compared to Blood Omen loading. Yeah, I mean, no. it, it's like Rainbow Six Vegas loading, where it's like a second. <laughs> You're just like, <laughs> how the fuck did this game do this? It didn't bother me. <laughs> Like this I, is 2003 I was a, year. What the hell happened? It was a nice little break in between. Like I didn't mind the loading. There were very few things. The only thing I really mind in this game were those fucking flying Genosians with the laser cannons. Oh yeah, the flying Genosians. They were awful. And, and they also, would just, they were just taking you fucking down. As we said before, I thought it was really cool the fact that this game was your first experience for Kashyyyk and getting you ready for the new movie coming out. Which I, because I mean that's another reason why that level is so big is because. You're getting, you know, get everyone excited for the movie that's about to come out in two months. Uh, Battlefront came out after this? I don't know. Yeah. Did it? I, didn't, I don't think Because I know was in there, too. Yeah. I think Battlefront. Yeah. Um, also, Knights of the Republic 1 came out before this, and Kashyyyk was in Knights of the Republic 1. Oh, it is? Yep. Yeah. Man, so you see how yeah. much I remember about that series. I was, I was familiar <laughs> with Kashyyyk before this, but I do like, <laughs> I always, I always like going to the Wookiee homeworld. Although it's not necessarily Wookiee Homeworld. Apparently it's the third Wookiee planet. Because <laughs> it's also oh, called Wookie. like Wookiee Planet number three or something. And the first <laughs> Battlefront 2 was 2005, it looks like. That was the first Battlefront? That can't be right. Or Battlefront, the first Battlefront 2. Well, no, but yeah, but before Battlefront 2, there was Battlefront. Yeah, but I, also had I don't want to say, if I say Battlefront 2, I could be talking about the 2017 one, not the 2005 version. Well, you could be talking <laughs> ah, about the 2015 Disney Star Wars Battlefront as well, right. because... There was also a 2015 <laughs> Battlefront. Oh, yeah. EA did, two, okay. EA did Battlefront remake and Battlefront 2 remake. They did both of them. People don't talk about the first Battlefront for some reason. It's almost like it was, it was bad. It was okay. Yeah, it was no. very forgettable. But um, the original Battlefront from 2000 The original something? came out in 2004. That had Kashyyyk in it, I'm pretty sure. Hmm. And then uh, Knights of the Old Republic also had it. And I don't know when Knights of the Old Republic came out. Nice Little Bump 2 came out in 2004. Okay, so I guess they were getting ready. Maybe I was wrong. I just remember when they were talking about this this game and everything, that was one of the big selling points was the fact that it connected to the next movie. So maybe that was just it. Uh, nice Little yeah. Bump came out in 2003. God. Yeah. That, was, that was actually the reason my friend bought an Xbox was to play KOTOR. So 2003 to 2005, 2006. That was really like the golden age of Star Wars games. <laughs> there yeah, were some nice really one. good ones, like this one, one for example. Oh, like Commando, Battlefront 1 and 2. What was the uh, space one, the RTS? Uh, Empire of, at War. Empire of War. Yeah, yeah. That, that was a good one, too. I've never yeah. played them, but I, I used to have them in the Humble Bundle I do I lost access to, unfortunately. You, you could put it on the list, Mike. 
Did, wow. you not, did you not connect your humble bundle to Steam? That came out in 2006, so that was awesome. No, when I, when I, when I, when I, my old Steam account, unfortunately, I lost access to that because I got rid of my email at one point because of a crazy ex-girlfriend. <laughs> and uh, so I, I, when I went and reactivated Steam like three years later, I realized I could not get back into that account. <laughs> so I, I had to, I rebought, I had to rebuy Republic Commando and a few of the other ones. I think I had to do that too. So I feel your pain. Wow, you know what else came out in 2005 and 2006 to make everyone feel fucking ancient? Uh, Lego uh, Star Wars and Lego Star Wars 2, the original trilogy. Oh, wow. Since you brought it up, Lego Star Wars 1 was the first time you got to play through Episode 3, essentially. I think it was right before Episode 3 came out, if I remember yeah, correctly. I think that was before the movie and the game came out, right? Yeah, it's right no, before. No, it wasn't before the movie came out, but it was before the game came out. It's not before the movie, too. Or right was it really? I'm, I'm gonna look it up. That'd be really funny. <laughs> we make great radio, unprepared. As, uh, I just like the idea of them putting it out before the movie. Like, ah, no one gives a shit. But I, I don't <laughs> know. Uh, Revenge of the Sith came out in 2005. What? Uh, let's see, this came out in March. March 29th. The game, the movie came out May 15th. So yeah, it came out before May 19th, United States. Wow, wow. So you yeah. can play through it. Because wow, I remember I, so I dumb. bought, I bought Lego Star Wars early and i remember playing through it and kind of seeing how the movie was and everything i bought it for 40 bucks on like close to release day can you imagine if they did that today with everyone like as intense as everyone gets about spoilers if they came out with like a game of thrones game where you could play through <laughs> the end of the show and the book before either were made people would lose their shit they would never do it now but back then things were different like licensed games were even in 2005 i guess they were very different like just the idea of spoilers, I guess, didn't fucking exist in 2005 and six. At least not to the extent that they not do for now. Star Wars. I guess. I mean, I guess everyone knew. Like, you all know what's going to happen in episode three. Like, you know exactly. I guess. Yeah, that's a good point. Over. It'd be hard to spoil episode three. Be like, oh, he turns into Vader. What? I didn't expect coming. Lucas lied. <laughs> Even in, like when the first. I always love the first poster of Phantom Menace, or one of the first ones where Anakin's walking in the shadow of Darth Vader. I mean. <laughs> I do love spoilers for things that like you either already know the ending or things based on reality. I love when people spoil that stuff like Chernobyl. Everyone's like, everyone's like, oh, man, Chernobyl's like so intense. And I was like, just being like spoilers. The Soviet Union collapses. <laughs> that, I saw that comment. <laughs> yeah. On Facebook. That was hilarious. That made me laugh. It's a great one with like Titanic. It's like spoiler. The ship sinks <laughs> like, oh, come on. <laughs> Why you gotta be like that, man? Yeah. <laughs> now I know what happens. Oh, it comes back in Ghostbusters 2. Yeah. Spoilers <laughs> in Ghostbusters 2. They bust more ghosts. <laughs> God damn it. You see Walter Peck's lack of penis. Okay. <laughs> um, what do you guys... I mean, because I know this this came out... Be, any, did you guys... Any of you guys watch the Tar, Tarkovsky, Tarkovsky. Uh, Clone Wars? Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> you used to watch that all the time. You know what? That's my favorite version of uh, Mace Windu in that cartoon. He is an absolute badass. I think I like I the CGI one better, but it is really cool. The CGI yeah. one is the only one I ever watched, and I, I don't want to go too deep into it in, in this episode, but I really did enjoy it, too. For everyone who hasn't watched the Tarkovsky sh- uh, like I don't want to call it a show. It's like a little mini-series, almost. The, yeah, that's better better way to explain it. Well, the first yeah. two seasons... The season one and two are three- to five-minute episodes. So it was like 20s. Yeah, I mean... They when it aired on, I believe when it aired on Cartoon Network the first time, it aired as a like they showed it all at once as a movie. I want to say, 
Well, there's little shorts in between things, and then I think they... There's 10 episodes of season one, so that's 10 three-minute clips, three to five minute. Season two was 10, and then season three was five episodes that were like 12 to 13 minutes. Okay. 12 to 15. Maybe when I watched it, I think it might be on Netflix or something. Maybe when I watched it on that, it was all put together as one continuous story. Yeah, on Netflix they did that. It's um, it's I, it's really cool though for anyone who hasn't watched it. It's just like it's like Clone Wars anthology stories, but it's done in the same style as like Samurai Jack. Right. It's it's pretty good. Yeah, the animation was part of the reason why I never watched it. I don't like that style of animation at all. It just throws me <laughs> off. I appreciate it for existing because it was the first Star Wars show since you since I so I don't know if anyone knows that this existed. There was a TV show called Ewoks. Oh, oh no God. God. Yeah, and it was like. <laughs> Uh, it was like in the mid '80s, and it was a cartoon about like you know the Ewoks just going on their their everyday life. And I think at some point they like would fight stormtroopers in like wacky Looney Tunes esque ways. Oh God, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's all right. That's Tartakovsky. Like you talking yeah. shit. <laughs> last week episode we had hey hey Pikachu or Pikachu or something like that. My wife's phone went off. <laughs> but so I guess it just fits with this weekend. Oh, I mean, you were saying you were saying before. Oh, yeah, the Ewok show. There are also a couple Ewok movies too. How were there really? Yeah, and my wife actually. It was funny. We were oh. somewhere and we saw Star Wars something, and she was like, "Oh!" And she knew what it was, it was from the Ewok movie. And the guy just kind of looked at her. It was so funny. <laughs> the Ewok. <laughs> yeah, I think yeah. my reaction would be like, <laughs> I, mean, "I was trying to figure out, like, okay, what kind of person are you? Did you watch this ironically, or did you watch this like because you were legitimately interested?" <laughs> Well, it's it's like That's a kid. So the Ewok one ah! is a kids movie. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's it's you could say it's all for kids. Uh, <laughs> oh, Every, except for saying, parts of the Clone Wars TV show with the CGI version, because that shit gets dark. Oh yeah, I mean, the first season is not that great, but it when it gets going, it gets going. Yeah, when it gets going, it turns into like Band of Brothers in space. Like people are fucking dying. I would not show that. I don't think I would show that show to a kid. It's like people are <laughs> dying and like. Stormtroopers are going through like PTSD. <laughs> it's like having to deal with the fact that they they don't matter, and after the war is done, they'll probably just they'll probably just be like disposed of. <laughs> Game over, man. Game over. Well, like, I mean, half I mean, of the Clone Wars stuff is all oh god, all my friends are dying, and then the other half is oh god, like existential dread. What does life mean? <laughs> Clone Wars is. <laughs> Really good show, and I, I did enjoy that last season when they did what that Netflix did. I mean, we're get, still getting another season now. We're getting a season apparently. seven on Disney Plus is the is the main reason I'm going to get a Disney Plus account at least for a month. <laughs> Gotta watch well, that Disney Plus. Seven. Will also be like five or six dollars when it releases at first. Yeah, I think so. It, I mean, well, they're they'll jump up real fast. <laughs> they're not doing a free one. Probably smart because I think they realize that a lot of people are just going to get it. To watch like what they want and then cancel it. So oh, I can't wait for it. I got so many Disney things I want to watch I haven't seen in years. So I'm I'm very excited. I just so, I wonder if they're gonna have a so, holiday special on there. Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> so answer me this: like in the lore as it's written right now, with current <laughs> continuity, is are the clone soldiers once they like start running out of them, they just replace them with real people they train, right? Uh, train is a stretch. They, what they do is they continue using the clones, but every Mm -hmm. batch of clones is like worse. Like they start to deteriorate. That's why. That's how they explain that. Like in the original trilogy, the clones just suck at fucking shooting. It's because clones have deteriorated to such a point that like they they're just idiots. 
basically. There's mindless <laughs> soldiers. And so that's when they start switching to uh, the First Order system, where they kidnap kids and brainwash them. <laughs> oh. Which, I mean, shit. it's more effective than dumb clones, I guess, in terms of... Yeah, because it's... If you're going to start an evil empire, people. I want to say well, it's 18 or 20 years episode 4 takes place after episode 3. Um, I think it's I think it's 20 years between. 20 years? Okay. I think it's 3, 20 years, 4, and then 6, 20 years, 7. And uh, then, Finn, so Finn's, Finn's one of those, like, kids they kidnap. I can't remember yeah. his backstory. Yeah, they never really in, say. In Force Awakens. No, no, he is. Because in Force Awakens, they even make a point to say, like, when he like kind of doesn't shoot at the village, they're like, "Oh, you need to, um, you need to uh, show up at like a reassignment training where they're gonna like brainwash him again." They had like oh, office brainwash. Right. Yeah. right. They should have so showed that. It kind of like it's it's like a throwaway line in the in Force Awakens, but when you really think about that, it makes the whole like new trilogy fucking devastating because they are just mowing down the new stormtroopers and you're like no they're just brainwashed kids please <laughs> yeah they're essentially yeah. child soldiers like this is it, this is not okay anymore <laughs> it definitely adds weight to like what's going on in those movies i wish the they would be like, like oh they were clones like they have no souls <laughs> the clone wars really do add the show really adds weight to oh, yeah. them to the whole because I also think it's funny how, like, when you look at the original trilogy, the Clone Wars are just something they kind of mentioned in passing, and back then, like, oh, clones! And I mean, and, they end the Clone Wars in Revenge of the Sith in the most, like, anticlimactic way possible, where the last Nemoidians are on, like, Mustafar, and Anakin just kills them. And it's like, <laughs> oh, wait, like, I think I, even while I was watching the movie as a kid, I was like, wait, does that mean the Clone Wars are done? Is that the end of them? <laughs> like, he's <laughs> killed the Jedi, Wars. and then he's killed the Nemoidians. Like, who's do, I, do I clap now? Is the separatist <laughs> thing still going on? Is there still a civil war? Now. Is there still a tariff war? Yeah. Or whatever that thing was. <laughs> I also like how the Clone Wars also <laughs> is now the name of like the separatist wars, which was going on since Phantom Menace. Yeah. That but one thing that everyone oh. loves. Yeah, Clones weren't point. used until like the last half of the war. It'd be like if we called World War II like, like the nuclear bomb war. <laughs> well, it's mean, a way later. They really weren't at war with the separatists at first until Attack of the Clones. I feel like they were just having issues with them, but they weren't and actually. Phantom Menace is when the separatist engagement turns hostile. Yeah, well, they like take out that one. They take out that one. Sh that one ship on that one planet, but the Republic wasn't really involved. Just Naboo. I guess Naboo's part of the Republic, but they didn't but have Naboo's trade. part of the Republic. Yeah, Trade Federation or something. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's a whole thing in. There's a whole thing where they have to go over like. In order to declare war, they have to go to the Republic Senate, and that's just a fucking mess because the Senate is like seven thousand planets. Like it, I, I get okay. So this is the part <laughs> where I, I slightly apologize for George Lucas because I understand what he was going for in the prequels, where he wanted to show, like, at least I can safely assume that, like, he wanted to show the Senate as being this really. Like not just corrupt, but completely ineffective, <laughs> ineffective group that couldn't do anything because there were just so many of them. Mm -hmm. It would be impossible for anyone to really vote on anything, <laughs> like realistically. And I kind of like that. I kind of like that the first, that like the prequels, just filled with a bunch of political garbage because it kind of gives you a reason for the empire existing. As bad right. as it was, as bad as the execution was. 
I like the ideas of the prequels. I enjoyed the he, first movie. He didn't direct those, right? Uh, he did direct those. Right, he, oh, he, yeah. he, wrote, he wrote and directed them. And that was also part of the problem, is that nobody was telling him, you shouldn't do that. Nobody yeah, was, right. yeah, nobody nobody was editing him. Yeah. Which is why the original trilogy was so good, because he had Steven Spielberg to say, no, George, that's a stupid fucking idea. <laughs> and, I mean, yeah, that was a lot. I mean, those movies just... Plus, there was so much hype leading into those movies that you couldn't have... As we're seeing now with the new trilogy, you can't really replace the original. Even though like, I really like Force Awakens, I did not enjoy Last Jedi, but you can't replace the original. I think it's, it's fair to say nice. that I don't think The Clone Wars is anyone's favorite Star Wars movie. I think The Force Awakens and The Last Jedi, they are a lot of people's favorite Star Wars movie. Yeah. yeah. So I'd say they definitely do a far oh. better. And one thing we, we hadn't mentioned yet is there there is actually a Star Wars Clone Wars movie, which is not Attack of the Clones, but it's that <laughs> terrible like CGI film that was leading into oh, God. the CGI show. When you keep saying Clone Wars movie, that's what I'm thinking of. And I oh, bet you that's God. some kid's favorite Star Wars movie. Yeah, that... That was like still not as bad as Attack of the Clones, but that was pretty bad. It's a better well, movie than Attack of the Clones. Attack of that the Clones was like is the worst. That was like exclusively for children. Yeah, which, which is fine. But it's just like Ahsoka is so annoying. She keeps calling Anakin Sky Guy. It's like, hey, Sky Guy, what's up? What the hell? I'm your hotshot eleven <laughs> year old Padawan. But you know what? Paid for that. Anakin, I did not like. Where Anakin goes from episode two to episode three and quickly becomes Vader. The Clone Wars, sh- the Clone Wars show really helped fan that out over the course of that yeah. sh- of the show. How he's changing over the course of the years. You get some nice Anakin, like very isolated, dark moments where you know he's still like a good Jedi, but he's making these bad decisions because he's emotional. And like that's good stuff. There's one part where Soka gets captured and he freaking force chokes some guy in private so they can't see him mm. she's like he's like you're a jedi you can't do anything to me and he starts just choking the hell out of them to get the where they're at he was I mean, damn he was a child soldier mike he's raised <laughs> in a time of war it was uh, inevitable that half of them would be a fucking sith <laughs> yeah Plus, you, oh, get, like, even, you get a lot more depth for dooku and i mean even even like yoda has a lot of really good related stuff in the clone war show yeah clone war cool. show is just so much better than the prequels <laughs> It it adds a lot of depth. Like it would have been awesome. They would have been releasing it in between episode two and episode three. I mean, they didn't write it yet, but it would have been awesome to have it in that time because then it would help get you actually more excited and understand what's happening in episode three instead of just being dropped off. And he's like, "What? My my wife is gonna die. I'll kill everyone I love to save her, including her. What? I don't know what, what? you're doing. Like, you know, it just it's so stupid." Well, let me ask this because there's a there's a pretty I don't want to say it's common knowledge, but it's a pretty good idea that the reason the Clone Wars show is so good is it's a lot of people who really love Star Wars making it. They kind of want to they want to tell a really good version of the story. Right. So if the prequel movies are really good, the Clone Wars show probably wouldn't have been as good. It probably would have been some throwaway thing. But because the prequels were so bad, the Clone Wars show had to be really good and tell the stories that the movies failed to tell. That's a good so point. which universe would you rather live in? The universe with the really good Clone Wars show or the, mo- the universe with the really good prequel movies? Really good prequel well, movies. Was was Clone Wars better than Rebels though? Uh, I would say early Rebels is worse than Clone Wars. Late Rebels gets pretty good. Okay, because I've only, only I've only seen Rebels. I haven't seen Clone Wars the I've, animated. I've seen the first two seasons of Rebels and I really liked it. For the I first season, yeah. The first couple episodes of the first season were just kind of slow to me. Yeah, but that's but the whole uh, like the whole first season of Clone Wars is also really I, slow. 
I enjoyed the stormtrooper training that he has to go through. That was interesting. Like, we, that's something we've never seen before. Rebels is good, but Rebels is more of like a very strict Star Wars dichotomy story where it's, you know, dark side, light side. Right. Where the Clone Wars show tells a lot more stories of like, like Rex and the other stormtroopers and a bunch of like the, the other Jedi. I mean, the Ahsoka Tano's whole like her whole exit from the, the Jedi Order after years of training up to be a Jedi Knight is really good stuff. Oh, so mm-hmm. she leaves the order because she realizes that it's it's just doomed for her. <laughs> also, you had mentioned earlier, were the Republic commandos in the Clone Wars at somewhere? Yes, they were in. I think the episode was Witches of the Mist. It's a Asajj Ventress episode where they're trying to track her down. Oh, I hate her. And they mention um, <laughs> they mention uh, Rex, not Rex. They mention uh, Boss and Scorch and Savage. Okay, that is it cool. I mean boss. that. To kind of bring it back to Republic Commando, I mean, because this game, after you finish up in Kashyyyk, it kind of ends not really on any big, big moment. We mentioned a little <laughs> bit earlier, but I wanted to dig a little deeper into it. Like where you have, where you're kind of running up and you all get into separate turrets, which was a cool part leading up to it, where you got like one guy goes in this room and you go with three guys and you're just, then it's just you by yourself. <laughs> and the saddest which... thing ever happens. <laughs> One of you guys, well, you, you, you all get in turrets, you shoot. What kind of ship was that? Was that just one of the command ships? Um, yeah, that was one of the, that was the LAAT gunship, right? No, the, it was a gigantic uh, separatist It was ship. a cruiser of some kind. Okay, I'll go with that. Yeah. Um, that's better. Than us. <laughs> but you, you blow it all up, and then as you're all running away and getting on the little, your little ship that Stuart loves, um, with Yoda talking to you. In, in a LAAT gunship. <laughs> um <laughs> oh, out to the salt transport. <laughs> and then you lose, and then one of the I forget which one is, but one of them gets left behind. Sev. Yeah. <laughs> and they're and they're ready to be like, fuck oh, it, we're going right I back. remember my I'll remember forever. Because <laughs> you never got rescued. Because they never made a sequel. Yeah, but and they're about to go. Totally <laughs> and they're about to go back. They're like, fuck it, we don't give a shit. Let's go get Sev. And they're like, does one clone really matter? And he's like, Yeah, let's go get Sev. And that's when you find out that they were the beginning of the force of that was invading Kashyyyk to, well, to, to stop the Separatists, which yeah, I thought was the cool. beginning of the Battle of Kashyyyk, where that the huge civil war, or the whole huge uh, attempt to conquer it takes place. Which was not necessary in the in the movie. <laughs> uh, I I liked it to show like Order sixty six being carried out. I like Yoda, I like Yoda sensing the the uh, clone the mass kill, murder take him out. Yeah, and then oh, I guess that, Yoda sneaks yeah. off plan, even though it's covered in fucking clone troopers. Somehow he gets off that planet. <laughs> hey, listen, yeah. if you can fucking wave your hand and kill somebody, I'm pretty sure you're not going to have trouble being stealthy. That's true. <laughs> oh, and the sequel was supposed <laughs> to be called Star Wars Imperial Commando and based on the betrayal of Republic soldiers, but it, it was canceled. <laughs> yeah, I would have loved that. Because what I imagine that game is like, because they in, in even in canon, there were always uh, stormtroopers that disobeyed the order. Like Rex and a bunch of other ones. Like I love that the yeah. Clone Wars, where there's there's Stormtroopers kind of figuring out what's going on, and and like they know that Order sixty six is about to happen. They know they can't do anything about it, but they can stop themselves from doing it. And so I love the idea of like an Imperial Commando game where you like you're finding out about Order sixty six and you turn away from the Stormtroopers. I thought that would have been so cool. That would have been. It's really too bad we didn't get that. But I also, I mean, I feel like this is coming up to the point we weren't getting any Star Wars games too much after this. Or at least yeah, they slowed it down. I mean, 2003, like 2002 to 2006, it was just nonstop. I mean, yeah. like a game every two or three months. It felt like a Star Wars game was coming out. 
which was awesome for me, a Star Wars fan, but I'm sure other people <laughs> were pretty, pretty pissed about it. Stop <laughs> hogging the developers. God. Yeah. Let Bioware do other things and then get bought by EA and then do nothing. <laughs> and die. <laughs> and then die. <laughs> It just wasn't until 2012 when they were bought, when LucasArts was acquired by the Walt Disney Company. So, I mean, it was a while before everything became Legends. Yeah. I mean, there's a good period of time where LucasArts was maybe one of my favorite developers, or at least favorite publishers. Yeah. yeah. I'm trying to think, when did, I thought they went out of, I thought they ended, but I guess they didn't. They're still, like, they still exist, but they exist through EA and DICE. Yeah. It's like the, the shell of what they form, formerly were. Oh, yeah. you think you want to, are you guys ready to go on to listener questions? I think so. All right. Uh, first one I have from Langdon Alger. How is your mom fighting all these games? Well, <laughs> <laughs> it's a big it attic. Made... It's one big attic. <laughs> well, something. It just it made me laugh. But <laughs> I don't have too many questions. But one thing I did want to say: I had a lot of people just commenting about how much they loved this game. Tons and tons of comments about how oh, yeah. like they people were just like, "Oh, this game is great." It's, it's so good. I mean, here's a funny one from David. I don't know how to pronounce his last name. Uh, my only question: Why isn't Ubisoft making a reboot of it? <laughs> uh, because they're fucking stupid. That's why. Because uh, they the fucking the market is there. Well, I'm guessing they aren't because Battlefront Two and Battlefront One didn't do well. well EA. People hate them. EA, yeah, EA owns not Ubisoft, but it's the joke EA. is that this yeah. feels like, uh, like you said, Rainbow Six game. Yeah, I mean, if EA was smart, which if they're not. I, I used to argue that EA, like, I mean, they were a business, they wanted to make money, but it's hard to say that now, because it really feels like they're trying to lose money. Yeah. But um, I think if EA was smart, they'd have, like, them and Disney, they'd look at all their licenses that they own, and they'd say, let's just start giving these out to devs. Not to, not to like, own, let's just start, like, licensing these out, say, like, oh, you want to make a Star Wars game, Ubisoft, you want to make a Star Wars game. And like, let them do instead of buying the fucking company, just make a deal where that company gets to make it. <laughs> and you just it, publish it. You still fucking make money. <laughs> we probably would have got a lot better games then. I mean, people constantly every year I'm hearing people ask for like remasters of Republic Commando and ICR Republic and the original Battlefront. Like they all these licenses exist. All these IPs exist. Just start making them just remaster them or just make an exact copy of it. People you know, will fucking you know, buy shit. You know who I would give a, a remake or a, a sequel to a Republic Commando to? I'd give it to Retro because they have pretty good. They have pretty good games with Metroid. Yeah, yeah. Okay, with they would that. kick ass. Oh, yeah. here's another question I have from Brent Sweeting. I don't. You might know the steward. I have no idea what he's talking about. Isn't <laughs> Gregor based on this game? Gregor? I have no idea either. That's How why I read that. G R E G O R. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it was something I weird. I don't know. G R E G U R. G O R. G O R. Gregor. Okay, while you're looking that up, I have another question from this is from Over. Gregor like Clegane? No, nope. I don't know. Because I'd say so. If you're talking about Gregor Cle- Clegane, then yes. I have no idea what that is. That's uh the the mountain from um. Oh, maybe that's was... probably what he's referencing or something. I don't know. I don't watch Game of Thrones. I don't know. But if he's talking about the mountain, then why wouldn't you call him the mountain instead of Gregor? Because everyone knows him as the mountain. Yeah. Or, or so hip. Okay. Um, Chris From Chris Morin, have you read the tie-in books by Karen Travis? Oh, there? wait, wait, hold on. Sorry, I know who he's talking about. He's talking about... Um, okay, so I haven't watched a lot of Rebels. That's why I didn't get this. 
Oh. Gregor is one of um, Rex's and Wolf's. Like he's like the teammate with Captain Rex and Commander Wolf. That has like he's one of the uh, clones that like disobeyed the order. Okay. Yeah. Huh. I I you know what I could see that because yeah, Wolf and Rex were really like they were really defined characters, whereas Gregor wasn't. So I could totally see that. So oh okay, I remember I'm, him. I'm on board with this question now. Okay. Yes, I think yes. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, guys, for the question. Okay, one from Chris Moore. And have you read the tie-in books by Karen Travis? Sadly, I never I knew they were books. Sadly, I haven't. But I, I know people who have, and they, they quite enjoy it. Sure. <laughs> yeah. I will say, though, that if anyone hates the new trilogy, just go read Timothy Zahn's trilogy that takes place after Return of the Jedi. That trilogy There's... is badass. There's so many like redos for the prequel. That's one of my favorite things about Star Wars is like, I mean, it, it, it's at a point where kind of everybody owns it. And so people will just make their own stories in it. And it's it's like almost elevated above fan fiction now. But some of it's so good where you're like, yeah, like this is just my preferred version of what happened. I'm OK with that existing. Yeah. Okay, next one I have is from Carrington Martin. Who is your favorite commando? Uh, in the game or in general? Uh, let's say in the game. I'm assuming that's what he meant. Um, Scorch. Scorch, yeah. Yeah. Scorch. He's voiced by the guy who voices Carthonassi. <laughs> oh, God, you would fucking call Carthonassi is <laughs> awesome. You can't trust anybody, Mike. I didn't like him in Kotor, by the He's way. He's going to die alone. All right, uh, this one from Emmanuel. Uh, never played the game, but taking into account any iteration of the Clone Wars and after Commander Cody or Captain Rex, I'm sorry, like read that again. I don't know. I read the question, but then I realized it doesn't. I don't understand what he meant. <laughs> read it again. I, I think <laughs> <laughs> never played the game, but taking into account any any iteration of the Clone Wars and after Commander Cody or Captain Rex. Oh, I think he's saying what? What? Who do we like more? Oh, um, I can't answer that. So I'll let you guys. I mean, Rex, obviously. Rex is the one that's like always he's always hanging out with Ahsoka Tano and they build like a really nice rapport up, which I always found really funny in the Clone Wars show because you have this this commander who is like this badass ma like Mandalorian clone who uses <laughs> uses dual pistols and just kicks ass. And then you have Ahsoka Tano, like a 12 year old who's giving him orders. <laughs> yeah, I, that I, is I love that dynamic. Oh, anything else? Either, uh, either of you guys? Oh, no. Do you know the Do you know the difference between Captain Rex and Commander Cody? I know Cody was in the movies, right? He's the. Uh, I think they were both in the movies. Okay, Cody remember... was definitely in the movies. Cody was uh, definitely in the movies. I think Rex shows up as like a. Because Rex uh, wasn't around till the Clone Wars show. I feel like. Yeah, you know what? He might not. I thought he was in um, Revenge of the Sith, but he might not have been. He might have left by that point. Because he he leaves the he he leaves the Empire, doesn't he? Then. Yeah, he leaves. Rex leaves. Wolf leaves. Um, and Gregor leaves. Okay. Oh, and then two more questions. Oh, another one from Manuel. Also, favorite Star Wars game? Stuart, why don't you go first? I have no idea what you're <laughs> going to say. Uh, well, uh, out of left field, it's obviously going to be Knights of the Republic 2, the best Star Wars game. <laughs> because it's a, it's a Star Wars <laughs> game about Force-sensitive people who aren't, who aren't strictly Jedi or Sith. It's a, it's a gray game. It's all about the effects of war, and it's so good. It's so good. <laughs> I'm, sho I'm shocked by this answer. Yeah. I'm Me too. Shocked. I mean, I couldn't see it coming. It's not <laughs> like I bring it up every single week of my life. <laughs> <laughs> like every week of this person. podcast. 
every minute, really. Every minute. I am just perpe- like I am perpetually thinking about it and I still have it too. If you, how about you? How about you, me, Morgan? So, uh, you guys might grill me for this, but uh, Star Wars The Clone Wars. Go guys. to hell. Oh, <laughs> man. <laughs> I, was that. I actually wasn't listening. I was just ready to be mad at you. Yeah, that's <laughs> um, fair. Yeah, Star Wars The, the Clone Wars, Wars 2002. It was, uh, it was vehicular combat for the most part on like starfighters and speeder bikes and tanks yeah. a lot of jedi tanks and it was it was a strange one it came bundled with my uh oh. my family's xbox so i played the shit out of it nice took it's... me almost a year to beat because parts of it were that hard <laughs> I, I i know what you're talking about i feel like i played it but i never finished it because i, I also had like i had that pack i bought at some point where it come with a tetris a tetris game yep Yep. I also played the show that Same game because you, you could play as Mace Windu and throw your lightsaber, and I thought that was yeah, really cool. That was badass. That was really awesome. Because you fight the spider drones as him, and you just like you just throw your lightsaber and hang back and you're just like, ah, fuck you. Yep. <laughs> I'm Mace oh. Windu. You don't tell me what to do, bitch. How about you, Stefan? Do you have a favorite? Uh I want to say the first Rogue Squadron. Okay, That's a really also, good game. Also good answer. Yeah. Classic. I'm gonna say Dark Forces. I'm kidding. Uh Lego Star Wars. <laughs> Lego Star Wars complete collection. Complete complete saga. So that's so probably fun. tied with Force Unleashed, but I really love the complete saga. That is a really good game. Yeah. Those games are just like, I don't know, those are like some of the easiest games for me to just jump into. Like, if I just want to play a fun little game in the background and not really worry about anything, I'll, I'll probably throw in Lego Star Wars. But also, yeah. honorable mention, Shadows of the Empire. I it's like that good. game. It's a terrible game, but I really <laughs> like it. It's a fun, terrible game. Yeah. I mean, I just like Star Wars. Oh, and then last question that we got it was um, another... yes. uh, also honorable mention Star Wars. Is it Jedi Starfighter? No, it's There's Star Wars uh, Starfighter. Naboo Na- Na- Starfighter. I th- yeah, I think it's just Starfighter where you get to play as the um, you play as like the Naboo ship and then a bounty hunter. <laughs> and it's just a pure flying game. I thought that was really cool. Um, you mean Star Wars Episode One Battle for Naboo? That's just kind of <laughs> like Rogue Squadron. But all... no, no, it was it was Star Wars Jedi Starfighter. That was the that was the sequel. The original was called Star Wars Starfighter. Yeah, it was the 2001 one. I thought it was called Jedi Starfighter Naboo Rogue Squadron Part yeah, that's One. It. No, it's also that's the that's the loot box you can unlock. Are you in. sure you don't that's mean right. Star Wars? He might mean Star Wars Starfighter, which has a Naboo ship on the cover. It's a PS2 game and Steam yeah. apparently. It was a 2001 game. It was really fun. Yep. Yeah. Do we? Uh, the. Yeah. Uh, like Star Wars: The Clone Wars game, you can fly as your favorite ship. But gee, you don't know what my favorite ship is. <laughs> Said your ship was fuck. What's it? I want to see. Do you he remember my it. favorite ship? Because my favorite ship is such an obscure ship in Star Wars that I know nobody uh, knows it. Dear, uh, oh, this Solar Sailor. <laughs> I don't know. It wasn't a Solar Sailor. You're talking about the LAAT, which I think That's... is a really cool ship. It's not my okay. favorite ship in Star Wars. Well. My favorite ship in Star Wars is the Black Sun AEG-77 Vigo gunship, sir. It's a ship uh, that no oh, one's ever heard of. I think I it's know. the coolest ship design I've ever seen. I love it. I want to get a model of it, but they're so hard to find. Oh, and Star Wars <laughs> The Clone Wars isn't available on PC ever. It's only GameCube, PS2, and Xbox. Yeah, oh, that's sad. Unfortunate. Hey, if anyone out there like, finds oh. a copy of uh, the AEG-77 Vigo gunship, a little, little 3D prints of it, uh, hit me up. <laughs> All right, last question. Um, from Sucky Derek for Vigo. Zellhofer, have you ever played Jedi Knight Academy? Yes. yes. I have not yet. 
Yeah, I really uh, want to. One of the sequels to the, the Dark Forces, kind of. So it's the last, yeah, it's the last game of that whole series. It's part of that really confusing saga of Kyle Katarn. Oh yeah, we're definitely playing that entire series on the show at some point. I think we have to. I want to. People fucking love Kyle Katarn. I mean, he's no Mitrosuric, but, you know, whatever. All right. And then before we get to Shelferbox, I just want to say that if anyone who listens to the show and you're like, hey, I want to play this game, the game's available on GOG. It's available on Steam. It's And also, oh, it was free on uh, Xbox Gold a few months back, people were telling me as of this recording. So, hey, there's many ways to play it. Definitely sit down, play it. It didn't it it didn't age at all. It's still maybe a little bit, but it's still fun. Yeah, it's it's definitely a very aged, good game. It's still very yeah. cool. I really enjoy it. It's still very good looking and feeling. If you ever feel like if you ever would consider going back to like a Rainbow Six Vegas or like a Ghost Recon game, this is the game for you. This is it's aged about the same where it's like it's a little (laughs) clunky, but it's still really cool and really fun. And it's not that long. It only took me about five, six hours to run through it, which was enough. Like, I mean, I know some people are like, oh, man, it's too short. But when you pay five dollars for a game on, (laughs) on Steam. I don't care. I'm happy that I got to experience it and move on to the next game. And when you do a show where you record a new game every week, you're happy when a game is short. <laughs> I think it will make you, it will leave you wanting more. Things you won't get, but you know, <laughs> yeah. it's worth playing. All right. And for shelf or box, Stefan, would you want to go first? Since you're the one that I'm most not sure of. <laughs> I guess it's going to go on the shelf. Uh, just because it was still fun. You know, I did, I just didn't feel like, I don't know. I don't know if it was because I wasn't in a Star Wars mood or something, but it just kind of, I just kind of like surfed right through it. And I had fun. Yeah, I had, I had fun in like the actual mechanics of telling your team where to go and like felt super fluid. And like, it's like almost one of the best games on Xbox. I want to say that is a first person shooter aside from like the obvious ones like Halo and, this is better uh, than the first Halo. Uh, I, I might argue with you on that. I, I, I don't know. I disagree with you on that. As much Halo as I like this game, is better, but it, this is better than the first Halo. I think the Halo uh, One is still better than this game. Yeah, <laughs> Halo, Halo One is like one of the best games ever made. Yeah, uh, that's a that's a tough argument, Mike. Or at least one of the most important. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I'll put it on the shelf just because I, I did have fun playing it, but I felt like the, like Stu said, it's just really short. And as soon as it's over, you're just going to want to, you just want to play more. So yeah, it's going on the shelf. It's like, uh, it's like eating like a really good cake, but you only have like three spoonfuls. <laughs> yeah. Like a really good cheesecake. You're like, Oh my, I like tiramisu. You're like, this is so delicious, but it's just a tiny little bowl and you can only have that much. Exactly. I, like, I, I could eat this for hours. <laughs> Uh, Stu, do you want to go next? Uh, sure. Well, it's Star Wars, so it's automatically going on my shelf because Star <laughs> Wars. Um, I'll find one that doesn't go on the shelf. <laughs> the Dark Forces on I, the shelf? There are no Star Wars games that will not go on my shelf. I think Dark Forces is on my shelf. I hope it did. You know, we really should keep track of that someday. Yeah, I think I think I put it on there, but I think it was one of the games where I said like it was leaning off the shelf or something. <laughs> okay, sorry. Keep I going. <laughs> I I. I really love this game a lot. I mean, I played the shit out of this, and I was like, this game is so fun. I wish that they made more games like this. And then Rainbow Six Vegas came out, and then Rainbow Six Vegas 2 came out, and my childhood was complete. Um, <laughs> I was just so into the idea of being able to like, move troops around and like control the battlefield. I thought that was so awesome. And it's become like a pretty good staple of like Tom Clancy games and Games in that style today have that very 
that like that very unique troop movement aspect of them that I always enjoy. And you know, it's Star Wars, and it had a lot of fun weapons. And the only the only downside of this game, in my mind, is that it's only three levels. If it was like six or even five, perfect game, perfect ten out of ten game. But I mean, it's still going on my shelf. I still love it, even I'm with happy. only three levels. Just I'm happy with only so three levels, but three three polished levels. Yeah, three polished levels. Polished. Yeah, oh, and they're all hey, pretty long. Oh. <laughs> Morgan, what about you? Shelf, hundred percent, good game. Okay. <laughs> I'll probably end up playing it again before uh, before the year's out. I think <laughs> at least a bit. It's worth it. I'll probably play it again tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got time for our next. That and Kotor, right? And go. <laughs> I'm still playing Kotor too. All right, I still have the <laughs> look. I'm on. <laughs> I'm on Tantooine. I already did Darshana and Honor. <laughs> the only reason I'm not starting Kotor too is because I'm waiting until you put it on the show. Then I'm gonna play through it. <laughs> I will have played. I haven't started it. Listen, if we put it on the show next month, I will have played it three times by. by it, it, I'm sorry, but this everything is the schedule's filled until November. So, but yeah. like our schedules for games are like, oh, we got a pretty long game coming up. Are we gonna have time to do it? And then in the back of my mind, I'm like, like, but will you have time to do it and play Kotor too? <laughs> <laughs> I love the I love Star Wars so much, and I love this like. I love Corridor 2 and Republic Commando and that style of game so much that I started playing Republic Commando, and then I was like, I need a break from Republic Commando. I know, I'll play Knights of the Old Republic 2. And I was like, <laughs> I just really want to play Old Republic now. And so I actually launched Old Republic and started playing that for a little bit. while Why? Because I just love Star Wars, and I think those are all such good games. <laughs> Alright, I'll, I'll go last. Um, this is definitely going on the shelf, because one, I like Star Wars, not as much as some people on the show, but I do love Star Wars, and I at first, this game was a little iffy for me, especially in that time limit part. But I really got into this game in the second act, in the third. I I loved I loved this game. It was a great experience. Definitely going on the shelf. Off the shelves. table. Yep. Oh, and and Stefan, would you like to introduce what game we're playing next week? Uh, we are playing Kotor Two. No, I'm just <laughs> <laughs> I was worried you weren't going to make the joke. I had to make it first. <laughs> yeah. I... We were feeling it. We were feeling that. Uh, it is actually the classic game Doom. Yeah, the original, original Doom. So look forward to that. This oh, is kids. This is the Doom that Chandler Bing played on Friends. All right, this is your role. <laughs> <game. laughs> and I forgot to say this in the opening of the show, but this was our first episode of season two. Oh yeah. Which I watched in the opening, I completely forgot. And I'm yeah. like, oh crap, I didn't say that. We arbitrarily <laughs> decided that last episode was the end of season one, and this was the beginning of season two. And we are yes. going to bring you guys, since we got through our first season and you guys were great and been listening to us, we're going to do a special bonus. Yep. I don't know if you guys want to announce what the bonus is. I don't, it'll be coming yeah. out within a couple weeks of this at some point. I think we should announce it. Yeah, let's go ahead and announce it. Announce that we're, we're working on it. Uh, so we can announce what it is. You guys cool with that? Sure. Yeah. Okay, we're going to. We're we're gonna we're gonna do our first movie review essentially, yeah. and we're gonna sit down and watch the first Silent Hill film. That's a bonus for you guys for listening to yeah. us um, for a whole season worth. And the and the way that we can define these seasons, which I'm gonna say in other places too, is based on it was those are our first picks. Everything up to Aladdin was pretty much mostly our first picks and a couple extra we added even <laughs> before we started recording. And season two is what we decided about midway through the show, about episode thirteen or so, when we put together season two to kind of give you an idea. Uh, went how we're dividing these seasons. 
So yeah. don't try to do any math on this. This was all There's just no like math. this was like <laughs> as many games as we could think of the first day that Mike asked us. <laughs> well, the first that, day we asked that was, was season one. <laughs> the original four, and then we put together four more, I think, or three more, three more each of us, and that's what became season one. Then I added a couple. We added a couple in there. Yeah. Based on like we needed more time and, or something. Season, we, yeah, season we, two we is like easy. four at a time, and then another four, and then I think we did the rest. We did the next. Um, it's twenty-one minus eight. The next fourteen. <laughs> no, that's not right. Yeah. Jesus. The next thirteen. <laughs> season two is even more diverse than season one. I would say. And we actually have a much better idea of what we're doing now. And season two <laughs> guest every week, right? Almost much. Only a couple. I mean, a lot, a lot more guests. So. <laughs> All right. And then we should, I think I'm going to start with plugs now. Like yeah. I said earlier, if you guys get a chance, please take a listen to that. God, what the hell? That other podcast I mentioned, Unboxing Stories. <laughs> if you look at the show notes, I know I forgot That's the name. Go ahead and saw real quick. My um, point is no, because that can all be the plug. <laughs> our awesome <laughs> intro and outro is courtesy of Paul B, um, a.k.a. Mike Stoney. Please go take a listen to his music. And you can find us on Facebook, Instagram. I have, we both have pages for games my mom found on Instagram and Facebook. I'm constantly posting images of whatever the upcoming game that we're going to be playing as. So it gets you a chance to kind of see what we're talking about before we talk about it. So you have a little bit of an idea of what we're, that way when you come to the show with a little bit more knowledge if it's a game that you're unfamiliar with. Good for me and Stefan because it shows us how far behind Mike we are. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and Morgan, do you have, since you're our guest. Like, it's Tuesday, what the hell? Uh, I got nothing. You want to, okay. I know you guys got nothing. Um, so, we're recording a Latin. Uh, all right. I want to thank everyone for listening. You guys have a wonderful night. Bye, Don't everybody. forget to get some back. Uh, bye-bye. <laughs> bye, everybody. Get a pedal to whoever installed the back tank here.